0: Hello and welcome to the Say yes Movement podcast with Heather and John. Hey Heather, how's it going today?
1: Well, You know how it's going because it's a little frustrating today. We've got some IT issues on my end, but we always have a plan B, C, and D, so we are still live, but a little bit late. So everyone out there, that's all my fault. As you can see, I'm using a different camera. It looks a little grainy, um, and that's the frustration part is i've got these wonderful great technology sitting on my desk and not able to use it this morning so that's how it's going john how's your
0: morning going it's fantastic thank you (laughs) listen technology i love technology i'm a tech right like i'm a techie guy i love like the new stuff i love the new toys um but sometimes they just don't cooperate and you know here's the thing, right? So you got a big smile on your face. You're having fun with it. This is the way it should be. Right. So what happens most is, Oh, it just puts you into a bad state, into a bad mood. And you know, that's the one thing I'm going to caution you about. You don't have to be like that. So yeah, no, it's good. Just have some fun with it. And listen, we are here, right? At, At the end of the day, it comes down to serving. And, yeah. you know, I've had camera issues in the past. I've had microphone issues in the past. And things just, like, it could totally ruin your day. And I know in the past, before I, you know, I, I went through all this work, is I would, like, let that affect my entire day.
1: I 100%. 100%. I seen, I've percent. seen so this, this oh, in the workplace, too, John. Yeah. I've seen people wanting to present a, a presentation or, or do something, and then technology doesn't work, and... You know, then they ask for help and IT comes or an admin person comes and they bite their head off. Uh-huh. And the, the, the problem with that is, is that's, you know, showing up who you are and it, it doesn't look very good on you. And, but if, <laughs> it looks amazing if you're like, oh, I'm just going to roll with the punches. So, you know, when we say have plan A, B or C, you know, what if you had to do your presentation without your technology? What if you mm. just had to put just you in front of it, not relying on anything else? That's your plan B. What's your plan C? Maybe somebody else presents it. Maybe somebody else has it on their laptop. What's your plan D? Like You can't just have one plan for anything, especially when it comes to technology, because you will be caught uh, in, a, in a predicament at some point, and you're going to have to roll with it. So yeah, I have a big smile on my face because I'm like, I don't know what's what's happening. I wish I could fix it. But in 20 minutes, I will go back and we'll test it and we'll figure it out. So yeah, out. And, and I'd love uh, to listen everybody listening. So just before I, I gave up on, on trying to fix it, John said, am I doing this on my own? And that's our plan, I think, E or F. Um, and I said, no, no, I'm coming on. We're 30 seconds out. Uh, but you know, we're, we're actually going through the modeling that we've already done for mm. our process.
0: Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, we've all been there. I, and, you know, it happens. It happens. And, and, you know, as you were saying that, it reminded me of a time where I was delivering this presentation in front of this, this audience, I think it was like 250 people, and the microphone didn't work, right? We talk about like trying to make your reach and impact and, and just try to like project, right? So the mic's not working. I'm in front of this audience. What do you do, right? Like you only have so much time to like figure things out. So I'm like, I put down the microphone and I'm like, can everybody hear me? And everybody's like, yeah, we can. (laughs) And it was a great way to bring that audience back into the conversation, make them a part of it, right? So I ended up, I'm not gonna say yell, but I have this way of projecting my voice when I'm on stage and uh, yeah, you just have fun with it. Listen, at the end of the day, don't let that be. So this, you know, when we talk about who we are truly inside, who is our genuine self? It's that person that shows up in the best of times, but it's also the person that shows up in the worst of times.
1: Yeah, Because that
0: person is the same person. And if you're biting somebody's head off and you're nice all the other times and you're just faking it, okay? (laughs) So I'm going to put that out there. You are the same person in good times and in bad times. And bad times Mm -hmm. is really where your character shows up. And that's, you know, to me, that's incredibly important. All right. So, okay, good. We talked about enough of the tech stuff. Today is Friday. So Celebration Fridays, Heather. What are you celebrating today?
1: I am so, oh my goodness. I have so much to celebrate. I had some amazing conversation with clients. Uh, we've been working on our speaker series that's going to happen in October behind the scenes. So I'm really excited about that. And Yesterday I got through my first cleanse day. So I feel really yeah. super good about that. So, you know, committing to health and committing to a program that just allows you to take some of the decision making out of food choices, really, and 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 health and wellness is a really good thing because you're you're making all those choices up front. And the choice to mm-hmm. be healthy or to, you know, follow a program is really helping you to make less bad decisions in your future. So I'm loving that, that part of it. And, you know, that's a really good way to achieve any goal that you have is you make all of those decisions up front, and then you follow along. And that's why writing down your goals is so important, mm-hmm. or having a process is so important. So I got lots to celebrate, John, how about yourself?
0: Yeah, I know listen, I'm I'm happy that you went through your first cleanse day too. It's part of the 30-day shred program that we've put together, right? And you know, the, the, it was interesting because I, I connected with a few people as they were going through their first cleanse days. And what it actually does, it creates helps you create new behavior and it helps you create rewire it helps to rewire your brain in the, in the way you think right? Mm -hmm. Because most people will say, I can't go a full day without food. Well, it's not totally no food, like your cleanse day is supported with nutrition. But it's a different way of doing something, right? So I'm celebrating all the people that did their very first cleanse day yesterday. Because listen, it's one thing to put food in your body, right? Good or bad, we're putting something in, right? But it's a completely different thing when you put superfood in your body. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, you know, that's what you've been experiencing this week with the 30 day shred is putting in that superfood is like, ooh, this is different. <laughs> and I know going through my first 30 days is like, ooh, this is different. And here I am a year and a half later, still doing it. Mm-hmm. And you know, there is a difference, right? So superfood is is man, superfood, superfood, right? Like at the end of the day, <laughs> it's what you need. We 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 get we all get cut up in the super technologies that we have, which sometimes don't work. But you know they're there to aid us and to help us move forward in a very different direction. So that is part of my celebration for this week, just seeing people go through their first their first uh, cleanse day because it's 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 amazing what happens. Because the next day it's like, oh, that was actually easier than I thought, right? Like, and mm-hmm. it, it, people get surprised by it, so it's really cool. I even had one of our shredders, one of our thirty day shredders. He's off in Europe right now, and he was doing his cleanse day on his flight. So imagine was well, even better because he doesn't have to eat any of the airport the airplane. <laughs> so he was keeping it clean, right? And he's committed to the program. So I'm like super excited for him too. But yeah, I know. Listen, I'm I'm celebrating community. I'm celebrating the people around me that are doing things that they're that they've never done, things that they're doing for the very first time. So. Yeah. Lots of celebrations there. It's, it's, yeah, it's a crazy, crazy week. A lot of fun, just keeping it easy, having it, you know, just having a good time with it. Right. Listen, I even turned 30, you know, one of the things we do at 30 day shred is the 30 minutes of movement. I incorporated that into my Costco shopping yesterday. And I even made it like a, I made it into a race around the store to see how fast I could pick things out of the bins and whatever and did you know I walked a kilometer a half, a kilometer and a kilometer and a half inside of Costco. Oh, I
1: believe it absolutely. Right?
0: like a kilometer, like wow, like how much walking do you actually? And I like I kept up the pace. I walked a little bit faster, pick up bananas, and like people are like, "Why are you moving so quickly?" I'm like, "Cause I'm doing my thing. <laughs> I'm not that's worried right. about what you're thinking. I'm doing my thing, right?" So uh, yeah, it's uh, yeah, it was just fun. Listen, have fun. Like at, at the end of the day, that's. That's what it's all about, right? When yeah, we have fun, things sure. become enjoyable, become easy, right? So...
1: Now, anyone listening, we'd love to hear what you're celebrating, too, because Celebration Fridays is not just for me and John. It's for everyone. And we also encourage you highly to do this with your team. You know, if you're talking to anybody, just like, what's been the best part of the week so far? And what are you celebrating this week? And, you know, did you get a little bit closer to your goals this week? And people will like, whoa, that's that's a really good question to ask. And it'll immediately activate them to think, Oh, what do I have to celebrate? And that activation of your brain looking for something to celebrate rather than to look for something that's wrong. We don't have to teach Mm -hmm. the brain how to do that. It does that automatically is a new way to rewire your brain. And this is why we do this every single Friday. We never change our topics on Friday because it's so, so important. Our brains and, and guess what? All week we're looking for, what are we going to celebrate this week? So not only are we rewiring it for one day, we're rewiring it for the entire week. That is the power of celebration Fridays.
0: Yeah. No, I listen. It's, it's (laughs) at dinner time at my table. That's what we do, right? Like we talk about what's our celebration for the week. And I remember the first couple of times the kids were like, oh, really, do we have to do this? Yes, we got to do-, <laughs> yes, do this. We got to have some fun with it. And now it's like, if I don't start the conversation with, like, "Hey, what are we celebrating this week? They're like, hey, aren't you going to ask us that question? It's like, oh yeah, we're going yeah, to do this together, right? Like do it with your families. Yes, do it with your teams. Absolutely. You know, one of the things to creating a positive environment, whether it's at work or at home, is finding the wins, finding the celebrations. We're so good at picking out things that don't work, right? Hey, you didn't clean this, or you didn't do that, or you didn't submit your report. Like we can go on and on and on and on about finding all the things that don't work in our day-to-day, in our environments, in our culture. Even like, you know, growing up as a kid, I listen, the one thing that got pointed out was things I wasn't doing right. So now is the time to flip that script, right? Like, let's get into a place where we can support the people around us by having them highlight what their wins are, right? Like, right. like it, it changes not just the environment, not the culture, but it changes your mood. It changes who you are and how you show up every day, right? Well, as, a, as a leader of a team, it's so important that your team, you know, the one question I get asked by leaders is, you know, when I'm coaching them is, Hey, what do I do to motivate my team? I'll well, just have them celebrate their win for the week. Like one little mm. thing like that. And they're like, "But well, why would I want to do that? Well, because <laughs> why do you want to do that? Because you're not doing that today. And the one thing it'll help you do is find out where their strengths are. Right. Mm. If they're celebrating something, it's because they've done something really well, something they're proud of and something they want acknowledgement for. I love that that question,
1: too, John, because I I know when I get asked that question as well, it says a lot about the leader. And so Mm. if you've ever thought to yourself, like, oh, how do I motivate my team? Ask yourself, do you think you can motivate others or do you need to be motivational yourself, motivated yourself to be a high achiever? And I think the answer is you need to be, as a leader, motivated yourself and motivated to look for the good things, to acknowledge the good things, recognize and create a environment where then other people feel powerful and on purpose. And so this celebration ask allows people to be powerful and on purpose. And, you know, it is the simplest free thing to do. And if you do it consistently, not only is it creating that environment, but it's building trust. And it's, it's actually stacking up wins one after one after one. Um, so the people are like, wow, I can't wait to tell the team that this is happening or celebrate this. And it mm-hmm. changes the culture completely. And then people find it's normal to talk about the good stuff. Because as, you know, as people, sometimes we, we don't like to talk about what's happening in our lives for the good stuff. Cause we feel like, well, what if, What if somebody else is going through something more difficult? But if you create an environment where that's happening, I tell you, trust is built. So if you're a leader thinking, what can I do for my team that's going to have employee attrition improve, that people are going to feel powerful, my productivity is going to increase, my results are going to increase, this is the one thing you want to do. This is the one thing that you want to do that will immediately create anchors of change in your team
0: yeah no and and, you know as you're saying that i can already see people saying but you know that's kind of difficult to do is it (laughs) you know it's a question you know it's it's you know it's funny because i I, i've spoken with some leaders about this and they're like well what do you mean like I, i gotta ask people what the best part of their week is right now and i'm like yeah that's it what are you celebrating this week And, you know, give, so here's the thing, right? Just just like I did with the kids, you just got to give them space to come up with their thing, right? Don't rush them through the thought. Don't rush them through that process, especially the first couple of times, right? Because the one thing you'll find is people don't, A, like you said, they don't know how to respond to it. It's like, (gasps) that's different, right? Like, it's, it's, you know, I think the initial thought in any sort of organization or team is like, okay, like, is this a trap? (laughs) especially if you haven't been doing that before, right? If it's not something that's culturally normal for your team to do, you're gonna say, is this a trap? You know, is it, you know, does somebody want to like, you know, like automatically, and I've had those too, right? In the past, you know, those, the ants, right? The automatic negative thoughts, they creep in. It's like, okay, why, why are we doing this,
1: right? And think about that reaction though, John, when you get that reaction, you just got a major insight into their their experiences from their past that Mm -hmm. they're bringing to the workplace of today. And you didn't even know that. So even just with their initial reaction, you understand that anything you say might not be coming across as trustworthy. And it might Mm -hmm. not be because of you as a leader, but it might be because of their past. But the other magical thing that happens when you do this especially when, you, when you're in a role, is you might, they might have something to celebrate that has nothing to do with work. They might tell you about their kid's soccer game. They might mm. tell you about the new meal or recipe that they just tried out. They might tell you about the, you know, they've just learned to play the guitar. They're planning their trip. So, you know, you will get inside information about their personal life. And every single person that you work with that's on your team, they are a whole person. When they bring their whole selves to work, that's when they feel the most productive. That's when they feel the most uh, part of a team. So if you want to create a community, this is the question mm-hmm. to ask. It's, listen, we do yes. this and we know why we do this, John, but this is a great conversation to just solidify the science and the reasons behind the celebration is so important on
0: Fridays. Yeah, no, listen, I am with you. I, 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 this is, I love this activity, right? I love doing this every Friday uh there's another group that i actually participate in another mastermind group and we do it three times a week whoa that's
1: uh, fantastic
0: i know every monday wednesday and friday we ask what are you celebrating it's the it's how we it's how this mastermind group starts off every conversation what are you celebrating today it's like ooh, like that even that took me a while once a week is okay you can always come up with stuff but once like every other like Three times a week, I gotta think of something to celebrate. So yeah. So Felicia is saying celebrating a great event tomorrow. It's up close and personal event with the local authors, and I'm one of those authors. Hey, congratulations, Felicia! Yes. You gotta give us the name of the book so we can learn more. I'll be there with two of the books I co-authored. One of the books is an anthology of our Toastmasters Club just published. Beautiful. What inspires me? Oh, sorry, I, I didn't get to the end of your post. But what inspires <laughs> I love me how you're your <laughs> Give me the name of the book and it's already there. I should have read the whole thing. Sorry, I was just glancing really quickly. Yeah, but what inspires me to write? This beautiful. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to have to look into that. It sounds like it's, it's, it's going to be incredibly full of insights and knowledge and wisdom. And, you know, the one thing we talk about is connecting with people that have been there, right? Connect with people, mentors and coaches and people that have gone through the experience and learned from them. It's one of the things that we took away from our Neuro Linguistic Programming Club um not club or neurolinguistic linguistic programming master class the, the session, you know as neuro-linguistic programmers right nlp people certified we're certified, uh, we're, we're
1: we're certified. certified. We, we have some some, some paperwork uh, yeah.
0: <laughs> the um find the model with people that have done it already this is how you shorten how much time it takes you to actually complete something So yeah. Yeah. Well, and
1: think about that, John. So you know, oftentimes we coach people to find mentors, to find models, people that have done it before, uh, so that they can go and interview them and ask questions. But if you want to get to that, that's sort of like level two of you know being curious. The level one is you know what are you celebrating this week, so that you're looking for Mm -hmm. that, and then going to find a mentor means. You're looking for someone that matches your values, that has already done the things that you're doing. And then you can go and easily ask them questions about their journey. And I'll tell you, anyone that reaches out to get advice or to talk about my journey, I'll definitely sit down for a coffee chat with them because and only in this caveat if they're going to do something with that information if they're looking Mm. to take it to the next level and if action is is something that they're willing to do and i always validate that at the beginning then we can have a conversation for well john like you for the next 10 years no problem
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's it's funny because i remember our first meet right like our first uh The first time we met, right? Like, I, you know, I asked for insights, right? I wanted some information. I love some of the stuff that you were doing. I wanted to do the same. And you're like, you know, you got to do this. Like, so I remember you gave me like this giant list of things, right? And I'm like, okay, so what's the one thing I should start with first? And you're like, okay, you got to go register for this NLP class. Okay. So... It's exactly what I did. I I went in, I registered for the class. And here's here's where mentoring works. Right. If you want to keep a mentoring relationship going, it's two ways, like it's a two way street. Right. You're learning and you're giving. But go back to your mentor and let them know that you have implemented what they told you to implement. Right. So Mm -hmm. this is where mentoring is different from coaching. Right. Mentoring. Hey, this is what I've done. Here's a path that you can take as well. Coaching is different because it's more self-discovery and really figuring out the other pieces of it that are holding you back. But the one thing where you know to me that has kept mentor relationships going for years and years is going back to the mentor and letting them know this is what I've implemented and this is what I've taken away, right? And that's how you continue to grow. That so for those of you, you know, we tell people go find mentors, but I always put the caveat in: you always have to give them feedback on the stuff that. Given you in terms of advice, so you definitely want to be able to do
1: that. The piece, John, is is finding a mentor. If you don't know what to do in that mentor relationship, then you don't know how to keep it going. So I think this is a really important topic, and maybe one that we can explore mm-hmm. a little bit further because the mentor relationship is is definitely both giving and taking. But you got to take action. It has to be action oriented. Mm-hmm. So. I think we've touched on something that we can explore even more
0: yeah awesome. sounds like another episode of the podcast mentorship uh sorry felicia's got another celebration as well she's participated she also celebrated an event also celebrating an event she participated in last sunday to walk new refugees from africa oh that's beautiful um they were sleeping on the streets of toronto when they first came now they're safely housed in Brampton. felicia i love the work that you're doing out in the community and how you're serving so congratulations way to go Way to rock it. I love the celebrations. And thank you for sharing. Listen, like Heather and I said at the beginning of the show, the celebrations aren't just ours. They're yours too, right? Like, let's celebrate publicly. I think it gives it more energy, more power, and it allows us to keep growing, right? And we get to learn more about each other that way as well. So, Okay, I can't believe we're already at the end of this thing. This is crazy. Uh, So just remember, when you shift your mindset, you shift your life. We do have an event coming up in October, which we'll be dropping in more information about. But we do have a speaker series, so put the first week of October on hold because we want to see you there. All right, everybody, wishing you all a great one. Have a great day. Take care.